Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What dark deeds unfold on the streets of Arkham? And which unwitting souls, innocent or impure, will succumb to the maddening call? The call of Cthulhu. Experience the unknowable horror and black comedy of Nerdy Show's Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, an RPG audio drama. Find it at CthulhuMystery.com or wherever you procure fine podcasts. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Well, welcome to the third part of Echoes of the Star Crypt. How are we all doing tonight? I'm doing so lovely. Yeah. Killing it. I'm all right. <laughs> Could you be slightly more enthusiastic, please? I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Acceptable. So we've had a bit to drink beforehand because we had a, a whew, substantial delay for a very good reason. And we are... Uh, Namely that I needed to drink more, which is always good. <laughs> In the last episode of the playtest, things got pretty fucking hairy. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys were on the, I mean, the verge of a TBK, for sure. (laughs) It seemed like a good idea when we were going into it. Did it? No, it didn't. (laughs) Okay. As the person who instigated the problem, I was like, Someone we'd never met. Like, let's send them instead of us. That's true. You know? (laughs) It would have been very possible for one or all of your characters to die last episode. There's a couple reasons why that didn't happen. But character death is something that I think is a part of this system. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I kind of want you guys to be prepared for that. Yeah. In the sense of like, expect it, but don't be callous about your current character because that's on the horizon. Because I think that in the moment, character death should hurt. It's a good moment for you guys to share together. I think we are definitely our characters more than any game I've ever been. Oh, I'm okay. really one that's yeah. going to hang around. But would you want to cheapen it by him being saved stupidly? No, for sure not. Okay. Can Kelton have your stuff? I instead just want to be mad at whoever I can blame. Which will be me, I'm sure. When Esmond Trod buries the rest of you and moves on to a new group, <laughs> he's going to feel so sad. It's going to really mean something. I, I give you permission to eat me. I have a rule change to throw in. I think that blast and cone effects should not invoke a tax of opportunity because you're doing it also to the person in front of you. Okay. Yeah. Like you're not using a ranged attack up close. You are just blasting off. I guess it's it's a lot like, yeah, using a shotgun where... Versus a rifle r- with r- a scope. Yeah. Running up on a guy with a shotgun is never a good idea. So after the last playtest, I kind of want to know where you guys are at right now, where your characters' heads are at. I think still in the woods. No, no, you got back. To, you got back to camp. Oh, back to camp. Yeah. Shit went crazy. You have survived with your group in ways that you probably didn't expect to ever have to do, given an archaeological expedition. And Kilton still doesn't understand why the army just couldn't go into the woods to handle the thing. Yes, they have an army. However, you are intruders, and this is a way for you to exonerate yourselves from suspicion. Best case scenario, we find the kids. Worst case scenario, oh, the intruders are dead. I think worst case scenario is we kill the kids. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We're already on the shit list for uh, killing the guys who attacked us. You just picked me up. You know me. Who am I? It's true. All right. So you got back to camp. Forsha is livid. She and the shovels, as you so affectionately put them, have made a discovery, and it's being thrown away to deal with some political issue. Might I remind her, as I did last time, it was all of us being killed or handling this problem. Well, she stormed off. Yeah. So. But I thought that was a pretty reasonable argument. Like, no, I, we saved all of our lives. She also wasn't a fan of me. Yeah. She wasn't happy. 
She came here to do a job, and yeah. literally everything has gotten in its way. But is she not, <laughs> like, world-renowned archaeologist is there, so she's got to be a little happy about that, right? I think the answer is a, a resounding no. That's upsetting. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I work really hard at my craft, all right? Oh, I was talking about Kelton. Oh, I thought you were talking about my fake title <laughs> oh, no, <I> was... <laughs> that you gave me. I was oh, very yeah. flattered. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Kelton lies a lot. It took most of the day. For you to go out there, for you to talk to... Get her ass kicked. <laughs> Chief Myron and at Clan Bryrick at Asna's Fall and make your way back and get attacked and run away. You have time to rest for the evening and you have the morning. And yes. however you want to handle that is up to you guys. I might know some of these children. It's very possible. So it's a little personal. Kelton wants to get in on the archaeology. Nesbit wants the fuck out. Out of what? Out of Dodge. This location... <laughs> He is not happy with having been almost dead twice. He does not want to hang out. I have a question. Are you going to dole out momentum? Yes. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. Everybody gets four momentum for the combat. Even for fucking up and like... Yes. It's only four because you guys fled. Even your foibles are important to a storytelling situation. Yes. I would love you like, everyone, yes, yes. Minus 10 momentum for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be... That was a good character moment. You guys were fucking garbage. <laughs> Excluding Vaughn in this, plus three momentum to everyone else for the interaction with Myron. For not starting a war? Yes. <laughs> Dope. Everyone should be a little surprised that I didn't. Oh, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm legit amazed. Yeah. Let's say the night passes. In the morning, things set about as normal. You can do whatever you like. Do any of you have any unfinished business you want to take care of before the day begins? Yes, I need to see this object that was uncovered. Okay, it was not uncovered. Oh, not uncovered yet. No, no, no. It it has been struck oh. by a shovel. I need to get in there and show everyone that I know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. I would also like to be involved in that as a demolitions expert. And I grab my renowned archaeologist friend, Von Vandeven. Okay. To come in with me. <laughs> Let's say you go towards the area in question where it rang like a bell when they struck it. You hear Forsha start yelling. When you look over, she's arguing with two guff rangers who you have not seen before. One is a tall male in his 30s wearing hand-dyed camouflage. It's cloth with fringe hanging from it, making it look like a less furry ghillie suit. And he has javelin strapped to his back and addle-addle strapped to his hip. Oh, tight. Nice. His eyes wander around the camp as Forsha speaks to the smaller, hooded one. Do I know them? You do not. And the hooded one is a female in leather armor stitched with rawhide. It looks like it has been repaired a hundred times. As she speaks, she lowers her head, and you can see that she wears a blue sash as an eye patch, and she is in her 60s. And Forsha looks incensed. And when she speaks, her arms flail pointing accusingly at them, the woods they came from, the dig site, and the woods that the cultists came from. Morning. You approach her. Oh, yeah. No, just oh, straight yeah. up. I'm in charge here, so. So I'm assuming the group of you go? Yeah. yeah. They're here to tell me that my fucking dig is getting delayed again. Isn't that right? So Aster, yeah. he's in his mid-30s, he's a guff. 58. It's Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, well, Chris Evans. Okay. Chris Evans. All right. Kaidwe. She's 22. That is Mary Poppins. Yay! Yes! I'm so excited. Right. Actually, <laughs> so actually Mary Poppins or what's his name from Guardians? Oh, Yondu. <laughs> Yondu. Not Yondu. So I want to I apologize to everybody ahead of time because there's a lot of this that's just going to be like me playing a game by myself i'm into that okay so we rolled for aster and kideway so aster as captain america says if your compassion is so absent that it is the only angle you can see this issue from then yes i suppose you're right and kideway says chief myron sends his regards we have information regarding the task that you have agreed to the children involved are all between 7 and 13. They all seem to vanish at night, and their trails suggest they left alone and on foot. And the trail ceases shortly after entering the woods. Forsha says, Why didn't they tie the kids up at night, sleep in shifts, or patrol the woods? He says, We did. 
It didn't help. Every night? How could you be certain? Kaidway says, Because my granddaughter was taken. Fucking bird man. I don't want to, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no track stop at one point. Bird has wings. Open and shut case there. <laughs> well, there we go. All right there, Kelton. Great detective work. <laughs> Good job, Perot. You met Poirot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm an American, so fuck off. <laughs> Liam, can we write Ross Perot detective stories? Yes, yes we can. Okay. <laughs> Murder on the Texas Express. Yeah. <laughs> man, I, man, I didn't like that movie. I don't want to ever see Johnny Depp again. Can that just be a thing? Well, I mean, you, you, that's fully within your power. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Right, it'd be a lot easier. How much power do you like... think he has? <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you want to ask them? I feel like. So here's the thing. Given... You know, Forsha reveals to you that um, Kaidwe mm-hmm. came from the east, mm-hmm. which is the direction that you guys came from, Asna's fall. Aster came from the northeast. They're both having the same issue. Kaidwe, I have a question for you. Very well. Would you know of anything of rituals cast in those woods? Very little. We don't see a lot of that. However, we do see a lot of ruins. Though it, it's difficult to tell what rituals they were used for, if any. Yesterday, we stumbled upon a ritual. And Aster breaks in and he says, We know that you ran into Clan Nagabar. This is not a Captain America voice. I'm having a hard time with this one. It's like, this is a... There, <laughs> there it is! There it is. <laughs> Don't look at me. All right. <laughs> God damn it. We have heard that you ran into Clan Nargabar. We know that uh, things aren't well. How familiar are you with the rituals of Nargabar or this Birdman cult? Well, we try to stay out of their business. I was going to say, if you saw a dance that they were doing, would you be able to, like, say, oh, that's that ritual? And Kaidway breaks in and she says, uh, this dance did, uh, did it involve a censor? Or oh, Van Van de Van. I can show you. Uh, show me the dance. <laughs> <laughs> Let me perform for you. Okay. And you gave me a roll. What yeah. is it? It's 12 plus eight. Plus eight. Okay. Yeah. So 20. You succeed. Yes. And Aster and Kaidway look very concerned. Aster says, it involves smoke then. And fire. Mm. And uh, hitting us <laughs> So as you speak A murmur spreads throughout the camp And you follow the source And look around And from the eastern side of the woods The border Smoke starts pouring through the trees For he- fuck's sake I think this is our number Stepping out from the woods In the shadow The Nargabar smoke dancer Sashays Out from between the trees Holding the severed head of one of their ash makers. Drums beat in the distance. She flings the head into the camp. And as it rolls and comes to a stop, Nesbitt and Vaughn recognize that it was one of the two ash makers that were there. Probably one of the ones that ended up killing their own men. I'm going to set fire to this whole fucking forest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, remember last time we went towards them? I don't think we should do that this time. I think you should do that. You want me to dance again? <laughs> I mean, as I, long as it's behind me, that's cool. So Aster goes first, and he grabs the addle addle from his hip yeah, with yeah. one hand and a javelin with his other hand and chucks it into the woods behind the smoke dancer, and a cry rings out. Then it's their turn. The head explodes. Boo! Ouch. And it is a massive explosion. It blows you all backwards. The ground beneath you groans. Oh, this is going to go so badly. And shifts and almost knocks you down. And then the shifting stops. Mm. And Kelton, it's your turn. Um, Can we... Just kidding. The ground caves in and you all fall into the (laughs) (laughs) ground. So you cascade downwards for roughly 60 feet. Holy fuck. Wow. Yeah, along with all the dirt, stone, and roots around you. Shit. Am I going to be okay? Everybody, give me an acrobatic I check. Th- I think you're going to be the most okay. I think I'm fucked. Oh, okay. Is that dexterity? Yes. Son of a bitch. 15 difficulty. Oh my god, I'm so fucked. Me. <laughs> nice. 14. 13? Okay. So both Nesbit and Vaughn 
take damage. Am I correct? This seems to be a yeah. pattern. <laughs> okay, falling damage. Nesbit, you take eight damage. God, God damn! Mm. Jesus, shit. Vaughn, five damage. Hmm. After a long moment, everything settles, and you hear Forsha yelling. It's muffled. You're underground. You have to dig your way out. Mm-hmm. There's no light, but you can breathe, and you find an opening. What do you do? I say we pop up, lay down some suppressive fire, <laughs> and we kill those bugs. Time to test our metal, boys. What bugs? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Forsha! Forsha, what the fuck is going on? And and once you're clear of the rubble, uh-huh. she goes, get over here. Is a problem? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, no really. fucking kidding, Portia. And she's like, I can't, where are you? I can't see. Where um, am I relative to Portia? I'd it, like to try and make light. Okay. I feel like you can. I'd like to, to make you my can, hand you, a let, torch. Let's say that you can make your, any body part glow with light. I would like it to be my tail. I good, like that. That's, that's a good so choice. Cute. Yeah. So your tail glows with light. And you see that Portia is about 20 feet away. Right. And she is also standing over a bunch of rubble, and there's a hand sticking out of it, and it's Kaidwe's. All right. Oh, no. And she needs help digging her out. All right. I rush over. fucking get over there. Why and, don't uh, you let me do that, and you... Well, I got the light, motherfucker. Hold on. Hold on. You can, Why don't behind me. You can you all see from this distance, because 20 feet is within range. Kelton, it's your turn. I'm going to help Forsha. You watch these two, and just kind of... You have a DC 15. Can I strategize it? No. 17. Success? I was going to say. She's not completely yeah. out. Nesbit, what do you do? I'm grouping up with them if there is any more assistance to be done in that situation. There, there is. Any? She's not completely out yet. Okay. Not great. Uh, Seven. Seven plus your strength. Nine. You, you feel like you're not helping very much. Next is Esmond. What do you do? I rush over and try to help her dig her out. Okay. I have mining. I hope that helps. Mining for you is your talent? Talent. Okay, so you roll twice and use a higher result. Right. 12 plus 2. So 14. 7 plus 2. Kelton is the only one who's made it. Vaughn, yes. what do you do? I'll do what I can to okay. dig her out. Nat 20. Nat 20. Boom. Womp. I, I like to imagine you just reach the hand <laughs> and just pull her the fuck out. <laughs> like, oh, you all are surprised. Like, you saw an opening and you this? took it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you've dug in such a way that allows Forsha to yank her out. So she's uncovered and badly hurt. Her leg is broken and she's coughing up blood. Oh. Forsha immediately starts treating her leg. She says, I think I could keep it alive for a little while. Try to find a way out of here. Uh, so does Forsha believe that Von Vandevan is an archaeologist now? <laughs> I think it's getting stronger. Yeah. I'd like Hold to me think fucking so. dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to dig, bitch. So as she starts treating her, she yanks off Kaidu's pack. She cuts it free and she opens the pack and hands you guys a torch. I whisper sweet nothings at it. You get a little smooch? A little smooch and it lights up. All right. <laughs> you take a moment and you see that you are now in a tunnel of earth that's roughly 15 feet in diameter. God damn it. And it leads away into the darkness. Hmm. You can hear the sounds of battle overhead. Thumps of drums and explosions. I'm an amphibian? No, oh. you're not. Or what it, I'm, a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm a water reptile. The last thing I want to do is be underground. Fair. So the tunnel leads. You get the impression from where you are. It is closed off except in one direction now. Sounds of I battle would, are coming from I overhead. Would, I would like to sense heading. You would feel... That the battle is directly overhead from where you're standing. Uh-huh. And eastward towards the woods is the only direction that seems open at the moment. Okay. Whatever we're getting paid is probably uh, not enough for this fucking bullshit now. Yeah, that's the impression I get. Colton, I'd like to hand him the torch. Okay. Can I hold a torch and a shield in one hand? Um, I would say no. You'd probably have to drop the torch in place to okay. wield the shield effectively. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Before we discuss this, uh, what is drawing a weapon? I would think it's a move action. Okay. I'm taking a move action. I would say it's fair that you guys get the time to draw okay. all your weapons, okay. including so I have your rapier, torch in front of everyone. Yes. Okay. okay. All and right. Shield is more important than my axe right now. I would agree. Accurate. We only have one way to go, right? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you like decide well, to try something else, you we know, could like, dig the other way. But as an archaeologist. 
when you move dirt, other dirt likes to come down on top of that, and it might not be the best for us. Yeah, so never, also, never also, dig. Also, we don't know where we're coming up. <laughs> yeah. is a big problem for me. Or how to get away, so we might as well just go the one way. It takes about 40 feet until you reach what looks like a burrowed hole through a layer of concrete. Do I know what concrete is? <laughs> yes. All right. So because of, because of ruins of ancient civilizations, much like the dirt farmers of the 1100s could encounter something from like, ancient Egypt. Or like the aqueducts of Rome. Correct. And I know like, what aqueducts that, are. That's concrete. Okay. I don't like any of this. <laughs> As you cross inside, other than your torch, there's no light. What it reveals is a concrete dome. Is Trod's tail still lit up? No, you're using a torch now, I'd imagine. Okay. I mean, you can I would like it. for his tail to still be lit up. I want to rail against that. Okay. For design reasons for our third steps. Okay. Yeah. That Valid. we'll introduce Valid. later. Okay. Cool. I'm guessing it's a utility power. Yes. Thank you very much. Okay. I hope I live to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so inside this dome, there's a ton of clutter and broken machinery. And... It's incomprehensible as far as you're concerned. Like, you've never seen anything like it. And there are things that look like books, and there are engravings in the walls in runes that are not immediately recognizable. As an archaeologist, <laughs> would I be able to recognize them? You need to give me a roll. What does the profession give again? What is your your profession as archaeologist? archaeologist. Okay, it gives you a plus five. Oh, nice. I thought that was roll two. No, no that's, that's your talent. talent. This oh, is my okay. profession. Fourteen. You do not recognize it. Okay. Can I roll a deception to pretend like I recognize it? <laughs> yes. Now, here's the, here's the thing. The only people you're trying to impress are th- your other party members. I'm so into I this. I am not yes. in control like this. of what they can perceive. It's very important to Keltham that he seems okay. to know what's yes. going on. So what I need you to do is mm-hmm. roll a deception and tell me the result. It's He's your composure. Composure. <laughs> 14 plus 1 for composure would be 15. And you roll twice. Yeah, I'm going to take that 15. Okay, everybody else, give me a composure roll. Unless you have a talent. <laughs> I, I believe uh, I have intuition. 10? Not 11. Natty one. One is uh, not, a, not a crit on Not with <laughs> intuition roll. You're not no. stabbing him. <laughs> no. All right, yeah, 10 anyway. intuition. None of you suspect. Given that everybody else failed the chance to perceive that you were lying. Yes. What do you do? Can I assume <laughs> no. from past experience <laughs> no. that he is lying? Absolutely yeah. not. Okay. See here, oh, okay, conjugate. Oh, you know, ancient guff is a little different. In this year of guff king um, Germán, yeah, he was great king. I think I'm related. Yeah, probably. His mighty war army parked the war war machine here to celebrate battle over um Tolden rat people. Kick is like, you have a war, you win a war, that's awesome, but like you win a war against rat people, do you really celebrate? He put the machines here cause it's like he's kind of embarrassed. But then they weren't needed ever again, because, um, yeah, so, like, this all belongs to me. Don't worry about it. Sounds good. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to read the ancient runes on the wall? <laughs> yeah. Everyone raise a hand if they're an archaeologist. I raise my hand. Javon <laughs> <laughs> Vandeven raises his hand. Yeah. Okay. V is Thank in the you. performance of yeah. a role yeah. of his life. Performance of a lifetime. Archaeologist. Everybody give me an awareness check using intelligence. <laughs> my 22. 24. So 22 is good you enough. You said awareness? Yeah. But so 22 is good so. enough. Esmond, in the dim light, there is a 10 foot archway on the opposite side of the room. I see an exit. I like exits. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, me too. Okay. So you make it through the archway. This archway was carefully made as part of the dome. The next room is an even larger dome with a hole in the floor, the same size and shape of the tunnel that you fell into. Son of a bitch. This dome is filthy with dirt and grime, and there's a foul smell. Mm-hmm. So I would say, what, Kelton's, Kelton's first in through yeah. the door? First through the door. So Kelton's first through the door, followed closely by Nesbit, then Esmond, 
Then Vaughn. You hear a sound. Something coming from the hole. Kelton, what do you do? If I drop the torch, that's our only source of light. Yes. So I'm going to keep the torch, keep my shield up. I'm moving up to that hole. It's not perfectly center. It's it's a little closer to you than the opposite side. I'm going to look in the hole. I don't recommend that. Archaeologist. (laughs) Out of the hole climb two disgusting creatures. Gelt. (laughs) God damn it. Not you. You're one of the good ones. Fuck. Two large, sickly pale creatures climb out of the hole and into the room with you. They look like lizards, the size of the ones that pulled your caravan, but blind. Atop each of their heads is what looks like a pale scorpion, except their foreclaws are embedded deep in the lizard's heads, and each scorpion has four large red eyes looking at all of you. Ew. One of them has a nose that's more reddish, and the other one has feet that are yellow that become a gradient into their body of the pale white. So the red-nosed lizard goes towards the wall of the north, keeping you within sight, and the yellow-footed lizard moves along the wall to the south, and they are spread out as far away from each other as they can be. And our party's coming in from the west. Yes. So I'm uh, just shimmying a little bit to the north to still be adjacent with Kelton. Now it is the scorpion's turn. The scorpion lizards? No, the scorpions, the scorpions the that the control the God lizards. damn it. Their tails point at you, but they don't have stings. They have crossbows. That's even grosser. <laughs> they have holes in their tails. Gross. What? Double gross. <clears throat> so gross. Goes? One aims at Kelton, and a silken strand shoots out of them like, like a web shot. I hate this fucking fight. And misses. One shoots at Nesbit, and misses. Good. Now it is... Esmond, what do you do? I'm going to enter into the room heading east from the western entrance behind Kelton to gain his bonus. And then I'm going to use Flaming Pillar on the yellow-footed beast. The ground beneath the target glows an instant before a cylinder of fire erupts before them. Until the end of your next turn, any enemy that starts its turn or enters a square adjacent to the target takes 1d6 fire damage. Now I will... All right. I'm going to make a little GM fiat here. Yes. Because both targets occupy the same space. You have the opportunity to damage both of them with this attack. That would be nice. Thank you. I don't have any bonuses, though, because I'm using... All right. Aim for the eyes. Maybe use momentum. Thank you, Max. I'm using three momentum. Three? Holy shit. I'm not fucking around. Fucking these guys up. Every fight we've been in has been fucking scary. Plus three. Sixteen. Hits both. Max, thank you. You're welcome. All right, so this is 2d8. 2d8. Yes. Hell yeah. Me. Okay, go ahead. Thirteen. Thirteen damage. Hang on. Do I have to roll damage separately for both of them? No. Okay. Vaughn. Nobody's taken damage. The world is your oyster. Um, yeah, I have taken damage. I oh, that's fell. true. You guys fell and took damage. So I enter in near the south. I take one step in behind Esmond. I'm going to challenge the yellow-footed lizard. Okay. And I'm going to use Burning Ray. A beam of light blazes through allies and enemies alike. Enemies in the vector take damage, and allies are healed. Me and Nesbitt are going to be healed. Uh, nine. So Boosh. nine health yeah. to yes. both Kate, Vaughn and Nesbitt. Just rolled the natty right. six there. That negated any damage they would have taken. Yep. Yeah. I'm right back where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Kelton, your turn. What do you do? Looking at our position right now, I'm going to use take the shot for Esmond Trod to hit the challenge target that we've already been wailing on. Okay. All right. Uh, this is, is a with a attack. plus six. So what do you use as a range basic? Burning Lance. A superheated plume of flame that explodes on contact with the target. On hit, the enemy adjacent to the target takes damage fire equal to your composure, which I think would apply to the scorpion. I feel like Burning Pillar, there's a good, because of even like the idea of how it works. Yeah. I'm just saying adjacent targets. Oh, yes. Take so, damage. So the- yeah, but it's constitution. It's not the full damage. Right. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. 19 plus 6. Uh, that hits. 9 damage. Oh. And my composure damage is 2. Uh, to the scorpion. scorpion. Okay. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I am going to move right into the face of the yellow lizard and scorpion with my full movement speed of five. Kelton is in the face of this yellow-footed lizard with a scorpion on its back, and it is looking rough. Scorpion looks okay, but the yellow-footed lizard is in bad shape, but also doesn't seem to be able to react under its own power. Now it is the lizard's turn. The yellow-footed lizard has Kelton in its face. tries to bite him. Does 11 hit? No. Okay. The next one uses its tongue. Oh, shit. Comes out of its mouth and tries to hit Nesbitt. Ten versus dodge. Negative. You shuck out of the way, and it hits the wall. I throw up a little bit in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Question, how deep is that hole? Do we know? From your positions... I was close to it, so I would have... I looked into... As you moved by, you looked in? Yeah. You don't see a bottom. Gross. (laughs) Nesbitt, what do you do? I am very gun-shy. After the last (laughs) couple encounters that I've been in. And so I ran to the south where Kelton was and took cover behind him. Now it is a scorpion's turn. The scorpion that's in my fire pillar Mm -hmm. takes 1d6 damage. Okay, so the scorpion takes 1d6 fire. One. Okay. Hell yeah. Something, dude. Just, I gotta try something. You get the feeling that it has no effect. Fuck. (laughs) The one atop the yellow-footed lizard targets Nesbitt and fires a web shot at him. Misses. So the other scorpion targets Esmond and misses. Now now it's Esmond's turn. Okay, boys, I got a question for you. Are you going to ask who wants to fucking eat your (laughs) ass as you're blasting through us? How much shit should I be willing to get into? And you know what? I'm going to fucking do it. This is a life or death situation. Yeah, and also, you know what? They I, all are. I feel frankly. like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone else is taking the hit, so I'm doing it. Don't leave me. So, so I'm Whoa. I'm moving I'm moving southeast directly next to Kelton on the opposite side of Nesbit, and and we're in a direct line together. I have phalanx. I'm getting right in the yellow-footed lizard's face. Okay. What do you do? I'm using fire blast. Okay. I'm a seven-foot-tall crocodile man. I like to think I breathe fire. It's mm. just the way I like to think about oh, it. Okay. <laughs> uh, a lot of people would... I'll allow it. I like to think my, my tail and my scales glow while I do it. A gout of flame erupts from you, scorching anyone in its path. All creatures that begin their turn when the zone take times two composure damage. The zone persists until your incapacity of the scene ends. I'm pointing it just literally directly at him. All right. This is a cone attack, so I have to roll for each. No, you roll once. Once damage separately, though. No. I th- I swear I rolled separately for something. All right. Nope. Okay. That makes it easier, so I'm not going to argue with it. Damn, that's not going to do it. Ten. Ten hits a scorpion. All right. Nine. Nine. Whoa. I add my strength to my damage on all flame-based attacks. Huh. Dope. Hey. You feel like you got through its hard chitinous shell. It looks rough. The scorpion is not doing it. Has the yellow lizard gone yet? It went this round, and it took damage. Okay. Vaughn, what do you do? So I move into the dome uh, on the south side behind Nesbitt. I'm back to back with Nesbitt, so I can still see the yellow lizard, but not so much more focused on the red-nosed lizard. Everybody is kind of crowded up on the yellow-footed lizard. And the red-nosed lizard is not only across the dome from them, but 
the hole in the floor is between the red-nosed lizard and the party. They have focused entirely, almost all of their attention on the yellow-footed lizard. Do you guys take any damage? I think we are all at full health right now. I'm going to cast Burning Ray on the yellow-footed uh, lizard. Okay. Five. Miss. Yeah. <laughs> Kelton, what do you do? I'm still holding the torch. If I drop the torch and draw my axe, will that disallow an attack action? No. I would say that dropping your torch is a free action. Okay. Drawing weapon is a move action. Okay, because I'm not going anywhere. Right. Then you have a swift and an attack left. Okay. In that case, I'm going to use warning strike against the yellow lizard scorpion combo. All right. And with the changes we made, mm-hmm. we created warning strike. Can you describe yes. it? Yes. The description is, you strike the target and keep your weapon poised, daring them to ignore you. So if the target attacks an ally or disengages, it provokes an attack of opportunity. Nice. Yes. From the tank only. Yeah. I'm completely disgusted by this creature. So I'm going to use three momentum. Oh my god. Everybody's fan of shit. It feels good to do it, by the way. All right. No, no. I'm into it. Go for it. All right. And this will be... Dex versus Dodge. Fuck him up. I'm gonna try. It's gonna be beefy. Holy shit. Ooh, that's so beefy. Two sixes is enough. 27 to hit. Hits. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Game <Yes>. Master. <laughs> I crunched the numbers on this, boys, and it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> 10. The yellow-footed lizard dies. I sink my axe deep in the lizard, and I'm how dare you desecrate guff territory? Vaughn gains the benefit of the target of his challenge, having died as he predicted. Can I have one of the blank wooden chits? Yeah. So, how does that work? Like, what do I get? This is a coin. The more of those you have, the more plus one damage and healing you have. Okay. What is stacks? That means it stacks with itself. So, like, oh, if you challenge someone else and they said, die, it's now plus two, and then plus three, and Gotcha. Plus four. Okay. It said the bonus stacks and healing, so that's what I was like, what? Yeah. I fucked it up. Sorry. Plus one momentum. To everyone? No. Nice. To Kelton. Now it's the lizard's turn. There's only one left. So the scorpion, as the lizard dies, unclips its forelimbs from the head and yanks them out. It hops off of the lizard as it dies. And it's still in the same space, but you get the idea that it is frantic now, and it wants to leave. Me too, buddy. Me too. <laughs> Relatable content, friend. <laughs> Good luck disengaging, my friend. The red-nosed lizard sees Kelton, and the tongue shoots out. This is going to go real bad. That's Kelton. Him. Let's call him Rudolph. This is plus two versus Dodge. That tongue is far. Misses. <sighs> Nesbit, what do you do? I don't trust the continued existence of that scorpion. I'm going to disengage so that now I'm adjacent to both the scorpion and to Kelton. Plunging strike. If an ally is adjacent to the target, I have the upper hand. Natty 17, 20. Hits. Yeah. Yeah, All right. for sure. You don't get the sense that the scorpions are very agile. <laughs> the lizards were a good source of mobility. But they're a little tanky, right? Very. Yeah. All right. So that is uh, weapon damage plus... The number of d6 of my strength, correct? Yes. D4 and 2d6. See what happens when we stick together and don't (laughs) split up. 11. The scorpion dies. Fuck you, scorpion. (laughs) I don't know what you could do without that lizard. I'm glad I didn't find out. Yeah, I had no interest in seeing what he was going to do without Mm -mm. a host. Mm Mm-mm. Guys. I was worried that he was looking for another host, and Me? I did not want to fucking fight you with a goddamn scorpion on your head. I kind of wanted him to attack me, though. Because <laughs> I would have tail whipped that motherfucker. <laughs> so I feel like, as a group, tactically, that was handled very well. Yes. Everybody get plus one momentum. Yes. Because I could give it to Keith and be like, Keith, Nesbit just made a very wise choice there, but it would be ignoring all the things that led up to it. No, yeah. I get that. So, scorpion's out. Now there's the red-nosed lizard, undamaged. Scorpion, undamaged. All the way across the dome with a hole in between. And it's the scorpion's turn. I'm not going to like this. Scorpion attacks Kelton. It misses. My rolls have been shit tonight, by the way. I'm really glad your rolls are shit. (laughs) 
I feel like this could have gone the other way so hard. You don't even know what these abilities do. I know. <laughs> we literally no, have no. not <laughs> experienced. I'm so happy about that. Any of this fucking that? hellfire you have created for us, Esmond. Your turn. I'm glad. I'm glad there's not an ability I get to be like weirdly jealous of. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I get to do that? Oh shit! I'm moving directly next to the red-nosed lizard and scorpion mecha. You've crossed the dome. Yeah, and passed the hole. Skirted the outside of the hole to yep. get close to the red-nosed lizard. I'm using fire blast more than I thought I ever would because of the changes we made. Oh, no, even but even before I was just because the way. 1d6 versus 1d8 on, on multiple targets works. And I, th- I feel like that's the difference between this and, and Ice Mage, really. They're, Ice Mage is better at single attack. Entropy works oh, for sure. better at, at DOTs, which is a, a whole other mechanic. But Fire's just like trying to hit as many fucking dudes as possible. I'm breathing fire on this dude. Do it. 19 Ooh! plus 6. You guys are rolling rocks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 10 damage. 10 damage to the red-nosed lizard and the scorpion? Uh, yes. Okay. They both get hurt. You can tell that it affects both of them. Definitely. This is what I wanted from Esmond the whole time. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> just, good. Just doing consistent damage. Like, it's... Imagine the red-nosed lizard wasn't blind. Okay? <laughs> and it's like, hey, I think I might eat today. Which is unusual. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then he sees a lizard, a, a crocodile, seven foot tall, not counting his tail, that like runs up to him full speed, opens its mouth, and fire comes out <laughs> and blasts the shit out of him the first time they interact. I feel like he's not enthused. Hi, my name is Esben. <laughs> I imagine his brain is too small to feel fear, but the scorpion inside of him feels that fear for him, and he doesn't really know how to process that. Yeah. So it's even worse. That number means fear. And he's like, well, I mean, I don't get it, but <laughs> yeah. like, if you weren't controlling my brain... This sucks, trust yeah. me. So, in this world, like, you had lizards pull your cart in the first playtest. Yes, we did. Uh-huh. And there's lizards now. Yes. Is is that to, like, Esmond, like, Goofy and Pluto in Mickey Mouse's world? Yeah, he's I a dog, but saying. there's a dog. Oh, do, you know? I, do I have a weird relation to, like... Like I cow- see where you're going, but I, think it's like I a- eat mammals literally every cow- day. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. cows are mammals. Goofy's a dog, but he also walks a dog that's Pluto. It's yeah. not a little weird. I mean, and I'm assuming train- these lizards are like Komodo dragon type lizards. You have lizards, dogs. As I'm assuming. No, they're, they're like blind cave lizards. Olms. I picture Esmond as well, he's like Croc a humanoid. from Batman. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he's a humanoid I crocodile. these guys as actual fucking lizards. So yeah. would it be weird if you're like walking through the jungle and you're like, we might get attacked by gorillas? No, but okay. You know I, I feel like that's the situation we're in. These, yeah. are, these are my gorillas. Never mind. No, I get what you're saying. But yeah. even like, think of it no, like... No, 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 yeah. I'm with it. It's a good conversation to have. If you were, if you were in a cave <laughs> and you saw... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love talking about this bullshit lizard. <laughs> scenario yeah that wasn't like, a bad question that's a but also question. like to me it's a little offensive when you're like well these are lizards you're a lizard i'm like yeah. fucking thank you this ancient <laughs> would ron DeSantis make a really <laughs> ill-advised comment <laughs> don't blind cave lizard this up <laughs> by electing a rod <laughs> i'm here to represent you I'm, I'm very offended. I'm personally offended right now. <laughs> so Vaughn challenges the red-nosed lizard. Okay. Um, and then I move to the east. I'm going to, once again, use Burning Ray. I rolled a three. That missed. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, remember, you, you know can... what? You're doing just fine, though. Yeah. I have no complaints. Thanks, Everybody's buddy. in full health. Yeah, can, no, like yeah. I'm... Yeah. yeah, nothing's really <laughs> happened to no, us I'm, in this encounter. It's not like last time where I just set you up Kelton. to die. Kelton, new round begins. What do you do? I am going to move my full speed to the northwest, skirting the edge of the hole. Then I will use take the shot. Von Vandeven. Yes. So I'm going to use Burning Ray then. Would you like That's to use momentum to add a D6 to that? Yep. Okay. So whose momentum is it? That's the question I just wanted to ask. I think it's Kelton. I think it's Kelton. I agree, Kelton. Happily so. Well, I feel like if I was in Kelton's place, I played Warlord in 4th edition and I loved it. If it's my attack roll, I don't want to leave it up to the person I'm granting. Agreed. 100%. True. Okay. All right. So Vaughn, take that shot. Okay, so 15. 15 hits. 
What's funny is it wouldn't have if you hadn't rolled that momentum. So four. Four damage to the red-nosed lizard? Yes. God, I love being in command. <laughs> now it's the lizard's turn. It disengages from Esmond, and the tongue lashes out at Vaughn. This is plus two versus dodge. Ten versus dodge. Son of a oh, bitch. Miss. <laughs> it misses. I am so glad you roll like such bullshit tonight. It's dope <laughs> as hell. This is so opposite of normal. Okay, yeah. so it misses. Were those the dice that Poole was using on the first play test? No. I think, actually, Esmond is using I'm them. using oh, them right I thought Because I was going to say, if they They're were. They're doing great, by the way. Those D8s are doing <laughs> just fine. I thought you're the brown one. Just uh, a little pattern. No, we're going to be yeah. fucked next time. Doesn't matter. This is so fun. Nesbitt, what do you do? I am going to move up northwest to get adjacent to Kelton. I don't fucking like the hole. Just gonna hang back, take a defensive posture, and say, You fucking fucked up, red-faced, goddamn, pale-ass lizard. I cannot even believe you are doing this shit after I have already killed one of you stupid fucking lizards and you stupid fucking scorpion on your head controlling your goddamn stupid ass brain. Get the fuck out of here. Jump back in your goddamn hole. I'll give you a plus one. <laughs> yeah. It's a good I monologue. It. I was like, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to that at all. Scorpion points at Kelton. Wait, the scorpion points? I am angry has a tail. for the amount yeah. of oh, shit oh. I've done. <laughs> I meant like it's little claws. Yeah. yeah, with its tail points at Kelton and attacks. This is finally gonna go bad. This is plus three. Oh, is is that what I think it is? It's That's a, a nat, nat twenty. It's a natty twenty. Hell Here's yeah! The there it is. This attack does no damage. <laughs> okay. Oh. Does it instead just ruin our fucking lives? Yeah. No. I mean, I feel like it does. If it, if both of them had hit ever beforehand, <laughs> we would know. So after this battle, I'll explain to you okay. what the intention was okay. behind All any right. of this combat. Okay. Okay. So it hits Kelton. Your movement speed is reduced by one. Oh. oh. What? He doesn't even drag him? I'm nope. amazed. Nope. It surrounds him. It covers his gear. Your movement speed is reduced by one. If it had pulled me towards him, that would have been a very bad move for him. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. Esmond. I'm going to saunter up next to Mr. Scorpion, and I want to provide flanking. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. I'm using Fire Blast again. Fuck. All right. Do it. Plus five. 17 hits both. All right. Seven. It hits both of them, but the lizard far more. Vaughn. Um, I'm going to stay where I'm at because I'm not moving any closer because I still have no armor that I didn't pick up while we were at camp. <laughs> <laughs> armor, armor might not be the best thing for you. It reduces the spell damage you do. Oh. This is the first combat where you've actually had a chance to use Vaughn. Do things, yeah. Yeah. So. As opposed to me just like flopping So far around. it's been great, actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it's, been, it's been so great. We still don't know how effective he is. That still all of you at full health. <laughs> yeah, with one heal. Sorry to be boring, but I'm also going to use Burning Ray again. It seems like a safe bet. And yeah. Also, so. it has burning in the title, so Esmond is just happy. And actually, I'm going to use one of my momentum. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Nice. It would be 19. It's both. So, nine. God damn. Yeah. This is the opposite of pool today. Throwing rocks. <laughs> That's a natty six there for you, everybody. On a D six. Plus the six. bonus you got from challenge. Yeah. That's what I oh. So ten. Oh yeah, so ten. Both die. Yeah. Oh, I'm so victorious. Oh, I feel so good. Vaughn gets two momentum. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Vaughn, please describe what happens. Vaughn feels empowered by the take the shot that Kelton gave him and really wants to get out of here. So I open my hand and a, a holy ray of light roasts my opponents. They're blackened. They're crackling with the scorpion shrivels up. Gross. Yeah. All right. They die. After a moment passes, you don't hear any more sounds coming from the hole. Now that you guys have moved around the room quite a bit, you know that there's an opposite entrance leading away. I will proceed following Kelton anywhere at this point. So the same yeah. marching order that you approach this room? Yes, yes please. please. Let me go first, guys. Yeah. I really like us uh, clinging to a target, taking it out one at a time, where it's way better than us splitting and <laughs> trying to. I mean, the changes to Fire Blast and... Um, yeah. I also and, like the turn order also yeah, helped. That worked. Yeah, that like, was you know, Having two other characters that have the range that I don't feels like I have range power. Yeah. yeah. Everyone 
six momentum. Now, <laughs> to set your curiosity, hey, yeah, yeah, I want to know I, what these things do. I know that we were extremely fucked if you didn't roll like absolute dick shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the tongue attack had a range of eight. Solid. I was curious. Yeah, like, it, it got some distance to... on it. If it hit you, it would drag you to them, deal 1d4 plus one, and then grapple you. That's a oh, great man. attack. Whoa. Never hit. <laughs> Never once. They have a bite attack, which they used against an adjacent enemy. It's a plus five and does a d8 plus two and missed. The only time it was ever used. Yeah. The scorpions remove, with their web shot, one movement speed. Cumulative. Ooh. That could have gotten yeah. bad. Yeah. It could have been really awful for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> if it had dragged me through the hole, would I have fallen into the hole? Or no, because they dragging? want you. Okay. Yeah. As you exit the second dome, you find yourself in a third dome. It is not perfectly hemispherical. Mm-hmm. It is taller, but smaller. So probably only around 30 feet in diameter. Like cone-heady? Yes. Like an egg. Inside, there are more books and broken machinery, and the remains of several people and their clothes are piled along the wall. At the far end, a stairway leads down into darkness. In the middle of the room, there is a pile of concrete and dirt, prompting you to look upwards, where a hole has formed in the ceiling, revealing roots and dirt. Would strategize help me see anything, notice anything... Good question. I think strategize should be used for Battle. analyzing combat encounters. Okay. I'm just trying to see what my I, I agree do. with you. I yeah. agree, yeah. I would like to try and climb... Yeah, I want to go up. ...the concrete... It's only like two foot tall. How close is it to the roots? To the ceiling? Yeah. Um, it is probably about 30 feet from I it. can't do that. Now, right. there are several boxes that are made of a material that has not corroded... Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to be metallic, but it is not diron. Okay. I would like to roll a strength check to quickly erect a pyramid. Sure. I don't know about you guys, but Kelton is enraged by falling into holes. Whoever made him is still <laughs> pissed at these smoke people. Um, 16. 16. Okay. They are heavy. Yeah. But you can do it if you take your time. All right. I just want to roll an intuition on the room in general. If anything strikes me as uh, maybe check uh, out those bodies. Uh, you said something about a set of stairs. Like, did you say stairs down? Yes. Out to. I want to look at the stairs. Okay, give me an intuition roll. Twelve. With a roll of twelve, the idea of these stairs is so outside of your experience that you don't feel like your intuition is a useful tool. Okay, but. As you approach the stairs, you see that they lead down into darkness, and the air is entirely stale and dead. Nothing moves. Have I constructed a pyramid large enough to maybe pull down the roots? Yes, you can reach the roots. Okay. Guys, I say we go down the stairs. Our friends are up there dying. I think you have a loose definition of the word friend. But also, don't forget that there's somebody waiting on you in your same situation right now. That's true. I think it is time yeah, to escape. Yeah, in the fucking hole. Fuck it's time it. to escape. I would like to use my archaeology skill to check out the bodies to make sure that they're guff. And if they're not, maybe deceive everyone that they're okay. intruders. All right. 22. You know that they are Savathian. All of them. And because you rolled so well, I will tell you that they are over a thousand years old. And the bodies aren't bodies. They're skeletal remains with threadbare remains of cloth. And around them, as you look at them, there are several metal objects littering the floor. Well, I want to look at the metal objects, see if I... Have you told us anything yet? No, you're stacking boxes. lie or truth. Yeah. You're still stacking boxes at this point, right? Are you making your pyramid? I guess. I'm I, looking at stairs. Looking at stairs. <laughs> I call our friend uh, Von Vandeven. Yes. Like, I need some archaeological uh, experience over here. These Savathian cave raiders. Maybe uh... okay. Yeah, give me give me an awareness check. Okay. That's Intelligence? Spot. Yeah. 22. Okay. Von sees the dozen of small metallic objects. They're star-shaped talismans 
and they litter the ground around the bodies. Each one has a carved black jewel in the middle because your awareness is so high. You see that inset in the wall near the bodies is a machine with two halves of, of the same kind of metal that the crates are made of pressing down on one of the talismans because you can see the points of it sticking out from the two halves. Okay. Whoa. Everybody, come over here. We are obviously ancient guff artifacts. I would like to make an intimidate check to break through his bullshit. Well, he needs to roll deception to see if you even understand it's bullshit. Okay. So give me a deception about you being positive that it's guff. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm never going to break through this shit. Uh, 17. Give me an intuition with composure. I'm not going to break through this. No, I believe you. This is how this whole game is going to go. I love this. I love this too, <laughs> though. I love it. So you're saying there's indentations that are matching the star shape, or? No, no, no. There is, a, there's like, imagine a nook. Okay. In the wall, carved out, almost hemispherical. And there is a machine that presses two halves of this metal together in the middle. And between those two halves, you can tell that it's pressing one of these talismans. Hmm. What do you guys think when you take a look at it? I'm a giant fire-breathing crocodile man. <laughs> yeah. So my initial reaction is to look at you going, I don't know what you want from yeah. me. I'm going to pick up one of these talismans and poke at it with a dagger and yell cusses. Um, you get the idea that you don't know what it is, but it seems important. I'm going to pocket at least four of them. Okay. Do you want to stealthily do it or is it you don't care? No. I mean, why would yeah. you? Yeah. No, I'm just that like, yeah, sense. I'm going to grab a few of these. No, I'm, a, so I'm on board. The metal is like clamped down like jaws. You get the, the feeling that the mechanism is a millennium old. I and would, it's just resting between them. I would like to make a mechanics check with intelligence to just suss out the requirements of starting this machinery. Give me a check. Uh, 17. Okay, you get the feeling that both halves of this machinery press down from the top and bottom at the same time at the same rate. However, by looking at it, it doesn't appear that this machinery is in great condition. Mm -hmm. The closer you get to it, you see that the top and bottom half are a little off kilter in that they've come loose from their tracks over the years, and they may be free-moving at this point. Hmm. This is beyond my expertise. Can I pull the star out from between? If you touch the star, you feel like if you lift it a bit, you could get it out of the machinery. I would like to do that. Okay. I am not smart enough to tell him no. Okay. You pull I've talisman. seen this before. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you pull the talisman out of the machinery. And it is exactly like all the others, except for its jewel glows a pale blue. Whoa. I keep this away from uh, Nesbit. Yeah. This one. This one is mine. I do want to do... You want to try to take it away from the yeah, giant, no, I, giant armor I, guff? I want to actually... No, I want to oh, okay. talk about this as a grifter using a bargain check. What do you got there? How did, how, how, how does that look to you? Is that... You you see anything unique about that one? Because I got an interest in these things. Out of character? You know that that is Forsha's job. Okay, so my past with Forsha, I know that... Okay. That's why she's here. I'm going to make okay. an intimidate check. On? Everyone. <laughs> okay. Let's get to the surface. The battle takes precedence. Okay. I agree with that. <laughs> Natty won. However, it's a talent. 19. Uh, <laughs> wow. The battle persists. You start tugging at the roots and digging and digging. And it takes a long time and it's a lot of effort. All of you start have to work together and stacking boxes and stacking and stacking and yanking and cutting and yanking. And then the first shaft of sunlight breaks through into the room you're in. To be continued. Fuck you. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to the third playtest of Echoes of the Star Crypt. I want to apologize for the seeming lack of energy that we were fighting against the entire time. We started like three and a half hours late due to an emergency. We tried our best not to make it show, but I'm sure you can hear it, especially in my voice. But I just want to thank everybody listening. The support we've been getting from you guys has been tremendous. We really appreciate it. Also, if you want to play this game at home, we're releasing versions of the materials to try to make it playable to as many of you as possible, as quickly as possible. So if you did enjoy it, please tell a friend. The larger this community gets, the better the games we make become. 
And if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at homebrewombres on facebook.com slash rpgfs on instagram at rpg from scratch that's one word and if you want to play the same game we're playing participate in what we're doing you can find us on patreon at patreon.com slash rpgfs over time we're going to be building up a complete rule book that we're going to be releasing to patrons so to everyone stay safe stand watch and get a full rest 